This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All A Bravo by Betches Podcast We don't say that but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on check me boo Hey everyone welcome back to the Mention It All Podcast I'm Dylan Hafer and I am thrilled to be joined in the studio Once again by Senior Content Manager at Betches Taylor Jackson. I love the little senior you put in front of that. Well, this I mean, is this is my third show, guys. I I'm yeah. thinking that Dylan actually enjoys. You've me. you've you're doing the hat, the mention it all hat trick. I'm doing the mention it all hat trick, and this time I don't feel like it was a pity invite. It wasn't a pity invite. So this is great. It was for only us. a pity invite the first time. Yeah, the <laughs> first time he's like, shit. I went through my whole list of co-hosts. Taylor, she's not going to be doing anything, and I wasn't. You're, I mean, you're like back and forth though. Sometimes you're at the shore. Sometimes you went to Spain. The like, shore. You're not always like gettable. I know. I'm kind of a hard, I'm a good catch to especially, book. Especially in the summer. Especially in the summer, baby. <laughs> haven't seen you around these parts in a while. You haven't. Guys, I I literally don't come to the office so often. I I got here today and I was like, yo, I wasn't even logged into the Wi-Fi. Dylan had to share the I just shared. I literally, we're sitting next to each other. Me at my desk, her at just a desk. <laughs> yeah, it's not even my desk at Allie. I was sitting at your and desk. I get I get the notification <laughs> pops up on my phone and my computer. Do you want to share the Wi-Fi password with Taylor Jackson? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a homebody. Um, <laughs> but I am excited to have you on today because we have a lot to talk about. We do. It's been a packed week in the Bravo world, starting off Monday morning with the news that Ms. Jennifer Shaw is pleading guilty to wire fraud. She has taken the plea deal. Jenny girl. The trial was supposed to start next week. It will no longer. She could get her sentencing is in November. She could get up to 168 months in prison. And then there's like fees, restitution, all the millions of dollars. I, <laughs> My Monday morning, though, was so hectic because we were having like a Betches volunteering event at like a community garden in Brooklyn. It was a really nice little Wholesome. event. I know you had like a training you had to go to. I, so I you unfortunately there. weren't there. I but I am. Let me paint the picture. It's like 10 a.m. I'm in Williamsburg, Greenpoint somewhere, literally holding a drill. We were making... You know, in like a community garden, there's like the wooden like frames around like uh-huh. the garden beds. We were helping like construct some of the like sideboards. So, you know, you're like cutting like these pieces of wood and then like drilling them together. So it's like nice and sturdy. I feel like you look really hot like holding a drill. Thank you. And I'm sad I missed it. Sorry. There's some photos. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> there's evidence. Right. But um, so I'm literally standing there for the drill, like, like screwing pieces of wood together. And our coworker, Hannah, who also, you know, loves Bravo. She runs up to me. She was over at a different station painting benches. So she runs up to me, <laughs> paintbrush in hand, and is like holding her phone. She's like, did you see this? And it's like some tweet that's like, Jen Shaw, breaking news, Jen Shaw is pleading guilty. I think it was like Ronald Richards' initial tweet. And I'm like holding the drill. I'm like, no, no. You're like, not now. Please, Jen. <laughs> like, wait two hours for me to be, you know, back at a computer. So I literally go to... I'm like sitting at on like a, at a picnic table under like the tent at the community garden on my phone, like screenshotting <laughs> tweets, like formatting a post. I see the 168 months. I'm like doing the calculator app. That's 14 years. years? <laughs> it was like very hectic. But Jen, I mean, you do it all, Dill. You are helping the community while also helping the Bravo community be aware that Jen is headed to jail. Yeah, I did go back and finish my task okay. with the with the drill good i was pretty good with the drill good our little um the nice man who was like showing us what to do he, he thought i was good with the drill good i believe it with every with every but i think you're better at covering <laughs> this is Bravo what i news i'm not born to make garden beds like i'm no. born to 
You were born to let everyone know that Jen Shaw is pleading guilty. The funniest thing about it, though, was that literally less than 24 hours before this guilty plea, Meredith Marks is posting on her Instagram story about how, you know, I live in the United States and in the United States, we're innocent until proven guilty. And it's like, oh, oh, baby, no, Uh they were I. It just really makes you wonder, like, how did this Jen thing go down? Meredith Meredith literally posts on Sunday. For those of you who may not know this, I live in the United States of America. In the U.S., one has a right to a trial and is presumed innocent until proven guilty. Uh, shiny star emoji, peace sign emoji. <laughs> and it's like... Within, within less than 24 hours. Yeah? Yeah. That was Sunday. The plea was Monday morning. And Jen, Heather, and Meredith were filming in New York City together late last week. Okay. So it's like, really, this must have been quite a hush hush thing that she was going to take this plea. If her new bestie Meredith had no idea less than a day before, and they had just been together. It's like, you really do have to wonder how did this come to be? Because Jen's been so adamant that she's innocent and that she's like wrongfully accused. Exactly. Like, isn't it? Look, I'm no lawyer. Trust me. I'm no Elle Woods, but like, isn't it like, could there be a reason that she pleaded guilty to get lesser of a charge? Well, yeah. I mean, that's like why you plead guilty. Okay. Like you, you. that's why it's like a plea deal because yeah. you're like, she, so like when she entered her guilty plea, they like agree to a maximum sentence basically. And she agrees not to appeal if the sentence is within that okay. parameter. All so right. like. She could get 14 years in prison. Holy fuck. She but, could get less. Like the judge could say like, oh, I'm giving you like 12 months in prison. Okay. But like. Teresa, like is it, will, will it be real jail or is it like Teresa Judice jail? Well, Teresa went to, she went to prison. I know, but it was like, it was like. I mean, I I imagine Jen will probably be at a similar type of facility. I don't. Okay. I mean, she's not like a, a violent, you know, I don't think we need to worry about her. Exactly. Like, I, I know. It, she'll be in a, in like a probably like medium security. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you were the judge and like oh you got this, like this plead, like she was like pleaded guilty. How many, like, what are you giving her? What are you giving her? Well, I don't know because I, I try to live my life as I'm trying to get out of that. Um, like the, like mass incarceration, oh, okay. like mindset, yeah, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. that's like a problem that we have in mm-hmm. America. And so I try to and try like not to look at things through that lens, but I'm like, I mean, she's going to get some jail time. There's yeah. no, I mean, there's a deal like this. And the the fact that the best plea deal they would give her is potentially 14 years in prison. Like, mama fucked up. Mama fucked up big time. What did I say? I was posting something on the main batches story. And I said, at this rate, Bravo should make the real housewives of fraud. Yeah. Like, that would be, that would, honestly. Um. <laughs> This guy, Jeff Epstein posted a tweet that was like Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 4 should just be Housewives taking turns visiting Jen in prison. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I would tune in. <sighs> Yet another, we've, every time I'm on, we have some sort of epiphany of a new Bravo spinoff show. Oh. So this one is Real Housewives of Fraud or Visiting Jen in Jail. Real Housewives of Fraud. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Featuring, <laughs> starring Jen Shaw and Erica Jane. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the 
side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Speaking of Erica, we got to talk about Beverly Hills. <sighs> I'm like exhausted thinking about it. We, this season is trucking along and... We have a few main characters and their names are Sutton and Diana. Diana got so much screen time this episode. Obviously she missed, she didn't go to Sutton's lunch, which was the beginning you know, we picked up where we left off there, but then we have, she gets a solo scene with her way too long, her husband and her hot son. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, you know, whatever sh- horses and how they love being together. And this, you know, when you like are, when you black out, like not from drinking, but like from watching something, cause yeah. it, there's no substance. I literally went to commercial after that. And I was like, what the fuck was that? That's like what oh, you do. You're yeah, like, sorry, oh, sorry. just had like a spaz out, but that's what I did. Yeah. Went to commercial and I was like, wait, what, wait, what did I just watch? And then I freaked myself out. Like, do I really not remember? Like, do I have short term memory? You know what I mean? But I then mean, I was like, oh, wait, because it was so boring. I have like a fair amount of notes from this episode and that scene I just wrote, Diana's solo scene, dot, 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 boring. Boring. They like, and also they were giving like, like zoom ins of the pizza. Like, that was the most interesting part of the whole scene was and this, then, this pizza. And then later in the episode, we're at back at Diana's house. She's like talking to her stylist again. Ears, ears close up. Erica goes over. Erica's like lusting over all of Diana's expensive things because that's like Erica's whole thing now. It's like, do I miss the nice things? Sure. I'm not broke. I'm not broke. She says she's not broke. I'm like, you're not. You're not broke. Yeah. But, lean into it, lean into it, but girl. Like we're still lean at, into it. We're like at Diana's house for the second time this episode, and then obviously we'll get to it. But there's the the scene with Sutton and Diana, and it's just like the closing number. I call they're that. giving her sort of like a main character treatment right now that I they just are. don't think. I'm trying to think if like when they were producing and editing this season, were they thinking that Diana was going to be this like exciting central character because i don't think anybody is experiencing it that way i don't either because my first like the first time i saw her i was already bored with her or just like over her because of the whole money and just extravagant and always talking about just being so extra and like i said i think i said this a few episodes ago when we were talking bh like it's are they trying to fill like a kathy hilton type of vibe but it's it's not the same vibe at all no i mean it's sort of the opposite in terms of what kathy was bringing last season whether it's like real or not she was making us laugh every week and i feel like diana is like humorless and she's like mm -hmm. taking herself so seriously Mm -hmm. but before we talk about this stuff with her and sutton the other main thing that's happening is this storyline about erica's drinking and her meds Mm -hmm. and garcelle is Mm -hmm. starting to notice and when they're at sutton's house um she brings up the thing about her sons and Erica does apologize. Like I, I think she did a fine job of apologizing for that. You know, whatever. I I don't think Garcelle is like, I think she needed an an apology and then she's kind of like over it. But then she says there needs to be a balance between the meds and the cocktails. You know, it's just like, (sighs) yeah, I do. I do feel like Erica's head is screwed on a, like a, a little tighter now. And like, she's not so reactive to things. Like I feel like her talking to Sutton and kind of yeah. leaving that in the past is a huge step for her. And at like Kyle says, I know she's like, she's letting loose and they've never really seen her like this. So it's mm-hmm. nice to see. I don't think there's an issue. I truly don't. Yeah. I think that like the boat party. Okay. That was just like, we've all been there. We've yeah. been the drunk one in the group. Um, whatever and then I think that, that like having the next episode be her little like you know wanting to have a, a threesome with Garcelle's oldest son and then cursing out the younger one it wasn't a good it wasn't good timing right but the producers know what they're doing clearly yeah I also think I I, I think Beverly Hills is one of those shows where usually they don't really let themselves get drunk like that yes. on camera whether or not they do off camera I don't know but like 
when we see like that them like getting drunk and having fun on Beverly Hills, it's usually like, oh, Kyle's doing the splits, like Rinna's dancing, yeah. you know, like it's very we're letting loose. Yeah. We're getting lit. Yeah. Look at us. It's, it's more we're like rich ladies having fun. Exactly. But like we rarely see like like the the level of like drunkenness that we would see on Real Housewives of New York. Like I was on just going to say that on a weekly basis. Yes. Would be so outside the realm of what's like normal on Beverly Hills exactly. that I think I think it's like we're seeing a little bit of this like unpolished unflattering drunkenness with erica that mm-hmm. like sonia has that is sonia every episode where she's like i don't shave my pussy <laughs> yes, exactly i think there's there's different standards to each franchise of the whole getting drunk and having fun yes and i think i think garcelle it's not that there's like nothing there like i think it's worth raising the point of like for sure I just want you to be me. Like, I want to make sure that you're like doing okay. And like, you've talked about being on meds. Like, I mean, Erica's talking about that openly all the time. And then like, she said she was only going to have one drink. And then obviously they're counting them. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think it's not so it's not like wrong for Garcelle to be like concerned noticing it or like, but I do think it's a little bit like it's, it's too much when she was like, do you think it's like alcoholism? Like right. that's where I kind of draw the line where it's like, no, and she's it, having yeah. fun. And I'm not, I'm not always on Kyle's side with things. I feel like yeah. Kyle is one of those people where in general, I like her, but it depends. It really depends on the situation. But I actually really understood her reaction when she was like, I have been down this road with my sister, Kim, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't want to go there again. Like, I don't yeah. want to touch it. I don't want to be speculating. Like, bad things happen. I don't, this is not my vibe. And I think like Garcelle's thing about Kyle sort of jumping ship. Yeah. I, I think it's real. Like I, I do, think I with, with, with the Sutton and Diana thing, I think that was totally an example where it was like, for whatever reason in that moment, Kyle was immediately like Sutton, why are you doing that to Diana? And like, she did apologize for that. Mm-hmm. She acknowledged that that was like the wrong yeah. reaction, but like I think Garcelle should probably like ease up on the alcoholism thing and focus more on like Kyle's friendship. Agreed, and also with the whole thing with Kyle, like she it she always does. She put like puts herself in positions that she doesn't need to be in, like with the Crystal thing, the Sutton Diana thing, the Erica thing. It's like you don't need to be defending anybody because it's just going to make either you look worse or you're going to get in the mm-hmm. middle of it when you don't need to be. Well, and I think with Kyle, one of her strengths right now i know a lot of people aren't like loving her Her at this moment (laughs) yeah but like she because she's friends with sutton and friends with garcelle she feels a little more neutral than like erica or rinna yeah and i think a lot of people are like sick of that kind of like click the fox force whatever Mm -hmm. and so like i think kyle sort of being in the middle actually helps her in terms of like the fans yeah. and her position on the show. So it's like, don't throw away that friendship with Sutton and Garcelle. Cause that actually is helping you. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, Mauricio doesn't hurt oh, either. I the, Hanukkah, wa- the Hanukkah scene. It was so cute. I wanted to cry when Jagger was doing, oh, I like literally like the oil and the, the Maccabees. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, this is so adorable. And I actually watching last episode. I was like, I want Kyle Richards life. Her house is my dream home. Yeah. Her husband is my dream husband. And just the whole vibe, the also, whole Kyle Richards vibe is. Dorit, when she's her, the way she says Mauricio, oh, she's like she's, through this whole ordeal, it's been so wonderful to have the friendship of Kyle and Mauricio. <laughs> she's got to throw in the accent Mauricio. somewhere. Come on, it's like she's. I mean, like that's maybe like technically a more like a more like correct Spanish way of saying it, but it's yeah. like. Kyle's not like Mauricio. <laughs> Mauricio. <laughs> like that's not like it's it's like the way like we say. I don't know. It's yeah. just like I fucking love Dorit. Like every Me too. she will never not like do like say that thing. It's like, Remember when they were in where, where were they? Where, what trip were they? Were they in Mexico? Oh, and she was speaking. They were like, I bet she's gonna start speaking Spanish in the car. Yeah, in the car. My favorite will always be when they were in Rome, and she's like. She's like, no, you are un gintone, un camparisora, un, un, un martini. Yeah. I, I do respect the main character energy she brings 
wherever mm-hmm. she goes. Yeah, and like this episode, she's like kind of barely in it. She's but barely like, in it. She still made me laugh, and she's like Mauricio. <laughs> Mauricio. She made me laugh more than Diana ever has in the last. I don't know what has it been six episodes. Yeah, I laughed at Diana's hat that she was wearing. Which oh wait, I was laughing really <laughs> laughing at one of her um interview looks. I I'll, I'll have to get oh, a picture it, of it. The later. one where her hair is kind of like floppy and curly. Yes, and she, like she looks up like, so it looks short. Yeah, she looks like like Jackie O or like you know what I she's mean. She's really like, she, she she's gonna pay you for saying that. Oh shit. You're right. You're, You're right. Like, she looks exactly like, like Jackie O. Jackie O. <laughs> I'm yo. I could use a check, Diana. Okay. I might be. I might not appreciate you on the show, but I appreciate your money. He's like PSA. If Di- <laughs> if Ms. Diana Jenkins is listening, I will take back everything I've ever said. If you'd like to send me a check, I will send you my routing number. <laughs> Thank my, you. My God, oh eight one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need my social? Because I'll give it to you. <gasps> Just kidding. Um. I mean, I don't know if I would trust that. Would you trust Diana Jenkins with your financial information? No, because I don't think she is. I don't think she's in charge of her own finances. Oh, it's like there yeah. can't be if it's that much fucking money. Well, if she's like, I've never been to a store, yeah. and I only I'm allergic private. to the store. She's allergic to dust. Oh, and she's allergic to horses. And her daughter, did you hear that? Yeah, the daughter's like the daughter's gorgeous, by the way. Oh, I mean beautiful kids yeah she's beautiful beautiful. like she's beautiful that's the thing with diana is it's like she looks the part she has the money obviously but where's the personality babe i think the thing is she had it seems like she had this idea of that she was gonna come on the show and sort of like play this character of this sort of like aloof rich you know bitchy lady and she says you know What's their villain line? When she, you you need a new villain? Here I'll I be, am. Here I am. But when she's talking to Erica and Eric, you know, they're talking about how people think she's like cold and rude. And she's like, cold? No. Rude? Maybe. Maybe. Like, maybe. she thinks that's kind of like a flex. Yeah. That but her thing is like, oh, yeah, like, I'm kind of a bitch. And of course, like, we like villains. We need villains. Like, we need people to be to be like willing to go there. But the way she's doing it, it feels like she doesn't understand the actual like back and forth dynamic of housewives. And that's why her thing with Sutton at mm-hmm. this lunch or wherever, whatever time of day it is, is so frustrating because Sutton is doing the job where yes. I don't actually think Sutton gives a shit about being friends with Diana or winning over Diana, you know, or like making her like her. I think Sutton is like putting in the work of the show reality TV production where she's like, we're only halfway through the season. So if Diana and I can't be in the room together without it being a thing, that's going to stop the rest of the season from progressing. Exactly. So we're going to, you know, we had our, like our lead up, we had our big argument. Now we go to the lunch where we talk things through and we agree to move forward. Uh-huh. And it's like Sutton knows the game plan. She, I think this is maybe like the the most she's ever been like, clicked into like yes how this is supposed to work uh-huh. and diana just like won't engage with that and like i don't need them to be best friends but i need diana to like understand what's supposed to be happening exactly give me something she's not giving she wasn't giving something anything at and, that lunch yeah and so like from a show standpoint it's frustrating because it feels like we're not we're not moving forward at mm-hmm. all but also it really sucks to see sutton actually i think wants to connect with her over this miscarriage thing. That's why she brought it up in the first place. We've seen this clip from Garcelle's birthday party like four times now. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't feel to me like Sutton was trying to like make it about herself or one up, you know, whatever whatever, that even means. Like when I watch that clip, it really feels like Sutton on a human level is just saying like, I know what you're going through because I have gone through the same thing. That's how people connect with each other. Uh And Diana like won't relent. Like she won't just like be receptive to that even a little bit. And she's like, no, no, it was weird. It was wrong. It was, you were abusive to me. Like all this, she's like throwing out all these words and it's like, you're, you're wrong. Sam Bush, Bravo historian, friend of the podcast was tweeting that this is like textbook gaslighting because she's literally like, telling Sutton what she was doing yep. when it, the rest of us watching it at home are literally like, I, I, I telling someone that they weren't genuine. Yeah. Like that, I, that is like 
textbook gaslighting as well. When she was like, even in the clip at Garcelle, she was like, oh, here come like the big blue eyes and the tears. And someone had literally just said like, I've yeah. had two miscarriages. I, I want to relate with you. It's just. It's a, it's kind of wild watching this mean. over and over again and realizing that like Diana really thinks she's like doing something here. Mm-hmm. Like she, she thinks this is like this big boss move to be like, Mm-mm, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, I'm like, not, you, you want it? You want to tell me you were genuine? Show me, bitch. I don't think you're genuine. You, I've never seen that. You're a good friend. So you say, but it's like, so you say, you can't, you're the one who looks like you're being cold and rude mm-hmm. and all of this, you know, like you seem like a bitch. Soulless. Like, <laughs> What'd she call her? Soulless. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Like you're, you got to let the guard down at some point. Like this, this, this whole act of not letting any, you know, anything. And I feel like she wants to be like, I'm going to put Sutton down. Like Sutton has mm-hmm. all these arguments with Crystal and Erica and yada, yada, yada. And I'm going to shut her down. Like Sutton's going to be afraid of me. Sutton doesn't give a fuck. Right. And like, if you want to be a villain, the best villains are like fun to watch. Yes. You have to be, Diana right now just seems like rude, a bitchy lady that I wouldn't want to be friends with. Exactly. And so like, there has to be that like push and pull. Like when Danielle Staub was like wreaking havoc on the women of New Jersey. (laughs) OG villain. There was, first of all, there was always like. There was there was like that push and pull. It's like literally she had these women as bridesmaids in her wedding in the Bahamas and then is like terrorizing them while they're there. But they had to like her enough to agree to be bridesmaids in the first place. Like exactly. You have to like you have to like, you know, it's a push and pull. And I think yeah. right now Diana is just like one sided. She thinks she's like coming in here to like smack down Sutton and like. <laughs> It's not having the desired effect. No, it's not. It's honestly making me. Well, I've always been Team Sutton. I've always like liked Sutton, but mm-hmm. it's making me like. I feel like it's more people will be more inclined to be like, okay, wait, like Team Sutton over Diana, right? Because even if you don't love Sutton, I don't think anybody is Team Diana. No. And meanwhile, like Diana's literally like sour grapes, and Sutton's like, well, we can sound of music it out if you want. We can start <laughs> from the beginning. So let's start with you know, mm-hmm. clumsy with my words. How about that? And Sutton's like, yeah, she's just like, I'm bothered. Yeah. With the last few lines of that episode really killed me. She's like, so we'll see. And then Sutton says the same thing. She's like, Diana's like well, because Sutton's like, I'm a good friend. And Diana's like, so, we'll so s- you say. So you say. And then she says something else. She goes, so, so you, you say. say. <laughs> so you say. So you say. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that when I want to disengage from a conversation. So you say. <laughs> Next week, we finally get Kathy. I know. Wait a second. I have a question about that. Okay. Has, oh, okay. Has Kyle, so you said. You're like raising your hand right now. Me. Has Kyle, have Kyle and Kathy not been talking? Is there family so, drama so going on? Clear. Yeah. So maybe unclear. we will kind of, that well, will yeah, come I mean, to We know light. some shit went down, but like, aside from whatever happened in Aspen and Kathy, like maybe saying something problematic, like there's that scene in the season trailer where it's like Kathy, Kyle, and Rinna, and it's mm-hmm. like, and Rinna's doing her like, Ooh, you're so mad. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. That's like the that's the Rin I like. Yeah, you're so mad. Where she's just like full like soap opera villain like. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24/7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Should we talk about Girls Trip? We should. What are you... Uh, we, we should. We only, I think we only have one episode left in this season of Girls Trip. Yes. What are you, how have you been enjoying it? I haven't talked to you, you about know, it. You know, this is, I, um, this is me the entire time watching Girls Trip. And for those, obviously, this is audio only. My head is on a swivel. I'm yeah, like this. Like I'm pong. like, oh, Vicky and Dorinda. Wait, they hate each other. Wait, now they like each other. Wait, Brandy. Do, 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 do. It's honestly, it feels like they all, like it feels like a bunch of people that hate each other, even though some of them didn't even know each other, were put into a house and now they all have to like duke it out. That's what it feels like. Yeah. I'm not really seeing much enjoyment going on. There's been a lot of like rock'em sock'em robots like 
Yes. The head and pops up and then you like. Like yeah. the, Taylor's random freak out at the dinner table against Brandy. I mean, Brandy's kind of the root of. Yeah. Of it all. But then it's like, oh, Vicky's like, I can't stand Brandy next time. She's like, well, yeah, I would have sex with you, Brandy. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like kissing. It's literally, I, like I said, my head is on a fucking swivel. And then, of course, Dorinda's apology tour this last episode. Or I think part of the thing that is, for me, making it so exciting and, like you said, so much back and forth going on is that all of these people are, they get it. Like, they understand how the dynamics work. And like Marco, our oh. butler man, mm -hmm. in his confessional at the beginning of the episode, I which is still so it. funny, his little like curly cue of forehead hair. Yeah. Um, he's saying like it's crazy how these women fight and make up so quickly, yeah. and then fight again, and then make up again, and it's only been six days, yeah. and we're on like round three of like who's getting along. And I think all of these women have worked so well in this cast because they can do that, mm -hmm. and because if it was seven episodes of like pure animosity the yeah. whole time it would be too much yeah but the fact that we can reel it in and have you know they can have fun but then we can also get the drama right and like jill and dorinda are making up and then you have taylor's like oh you know as much as i hate brandy i love her i love her <laughs> i'm like what is literally i'm just like what the i honestly love it for that reason because yeah. i don't know what the next scene is going to be who's gonna love each other who's right. gonna it's a legitimate roller coaster. And this episode, as we get closer to the end of the week, we saw, I think, a little bit of a like, it's like coming down a little bit. It's like, lighter. The, it's I, lighter. I think we're past all of the big blow ups of the season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got to see them doing their white elephant gift exchange and saying who they'd have sex with. Uh -huh. And, like, you know, some of those light, fun things that you expect from a show like this, where it's like, okay, yeah, like you can have a scene where it's just like the, the cute gift exchange. Exactly. And everyone's having a good time. Yeah, but and did you hear that they brought up Denise low key? Yes. So the Denise stuff is probably the juiciest thing in this it, episode, and it was very, it was kind of glazed over. Like they kind of went about it pretty quickly. I just didn't, I didn't expect Tamara to divulge. I so know the, the what starts this is that Dorinda's evening, or yeah, this evening of day six is Christmas in September <laughs> themed because we can't go to Bluestone Manor and not have holiday decorations no, up even if it's in september so everybody comes downstairs in their little outfits brandy's wearing this like silver oh, sequin God. dress where you can see her her ass was out at one point everything yeah um and <laughs> somebody's like have you worn this dress before because it's really short <laughs> and brandy's like well i bought it for the reunion and then i got canceled the morning <laughs> of and this was season nine the denise season where it was like the zoom reunion and brandy uh -huh. was supposed to be there and so this brings up the the Brandy and the Denise, and we've mm -hmm. it's it's come up already on this season. Like we, it's it's in the air. And Tamara tells us that Denise called her when this was all going down on the show, and they've known each other for like ten years. And she said that, uh, you know, Tamara asked if it is true, and she said absolutely not. And then <laughs> when they're like, "So who did you believe?" And Tamara's like, "Well, I believe Denise." And Brandy's like, okay, fuck me. And she's yeah. like, what? I said I believed you. She's like, you literally didn't. <laughs> 30 seconds later, Tamara had no idea what she had said. Had what she had said. <laughs> like, exactly. What's going on? Exactly. But then Tamara tells us that they that she thinks the reason Denise called her was because they had a moment at BravoCon in 2019 and Denise was like flirting with her and like wanted to go to bed with her. And her maybe. husband was there. And she's like, sorry, I'm married. And I'm, I'm surprised that Tamara is like, Aaron saying this I on know. camera because we know that Denise doesn't like this to be talked about and there was like maybe a cease and desist at one point with Beverly Hills like I feel like Tamara, like Tamara could get sued over this you really think defamation I don't think she like will but I just think it it surprised me that she let herself say it on camera just because it seems like a whole can of worms that it, it, it was is maybe a, not worth opening. Yeah. And it was like, it's been slightly open now because then they didn't really talk about it after that. It was kind of like conversation shifted. Yeah. But that's something I would like to know more about. Because then the conversation shifted into like, who, who would fuck who? Who would you fuck? <laughs> Brandy's like, I would fuck all of you. I liked that Jill's feelings were like actually hurt. She was actually mad. She's like, nobody wants to fuck me. She's like, well, you know, nobody, nobody chose me. I'm hurt. I'm upset. I'm offended. I don't really want to play anymore. <laughs> I'm done. I respect that. Me too. I feel the same way. Me too. 
like I I mean Jill, she looks great. She's she in looks great. great. She's in great shape. She plays tennis every day. Yeah. She's got money. Yeah. She's she's a place in the Hamptons, you know. Yeah. I actually think Jill looks like young like fresher and like overall better now than she did when she was on New York. Yeah, because New York probably gave her like added on stress. <laughs> Thinking about that show gives me there's agita like, and stress. Like, and there's like better skin lasers now. Well, and of like, course. But like when they do the flashback, when they did the flashback of her in Morocco. She, like, oh my God. With the bangs. Like she just looks better now. She looks yeah. great. Yeah. I loved the flashbacks they did, especially with yeah. Vicky. I did think it was funny. They, Vicky's like, okay, so we're going to tell, we're going to go around this circle and talk about leaving housewives and what that was like phaedra you first and of course phaedra phaedra leaving housewives was like the biggest scandal it was the first ever four-part reunion like it was a whole thing mm-hmm. and phaedra's like Mm-mm, nope nope i love her she says it was a crock of bullshit when she left the show and that there are two <laughs> sides to every story and only one side was told which was kind of enlightening to hear her say because she hasn't talked much about it and i think kind of the presumption has always been that she got like exposed for what she had done. And then that was kind of that, but she's saying that was bullshit. But the problem is I think most of the women in this group probably don't know anything about that. So when Phaedra's like, I don't want to talk about it. They're like, okay, Dorinda, you next. next." (laughs) It's like, no, 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 no. Like talk about it, please (laughs) poke the bear. Dorinda, like, Dorinda, I love this. Well, um, since I've been on pause. Since I've been on on pause. (laughs) Like, come on. You were uh, on pause. I wish she could, like, hear herself and just. Do you think she watches it back? Anything? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things that, like, you you wake up after a night out and you're like, holy fuck. If I had a GoPro on me all night, I would delete the footage and never watch it again. Like, you never want to watch what you were doing while you were out because it's, like, she did, cringe. She did agree that she should drink less she did. this day. She which did. Which I appreciated. And she, and she did drink less. You know what that is? Growth. That's called growth. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny that last week um, we had Kelly Bensimone on the podcast and she said that when she was on... Housewives of New York, and they had to write those like blogs at the time. Like the housewives would write the, their like blog posts about the episodes. She would only watch her scenes. Oh, <laughs> kind of love that energy. She'd like fast too. forward through the rest, which I think I think maybe Jax Taylor said he did the same thing. Well, of course Anna he Pump did. Rules, yeah, like, well, I mean, come on now. But she was like, Kelly was just like, well, I don't want to like talk about anybody else. Like I only want to talk about the stuff I was there for. So like, why would I watch the rest of it? I mean, true. <laughs> it's all true also another thing for girls trip um you mentioned marco and i meant to say this this man deserves a raise he deserves a vacation yeah. um he deserves a little bit more airtime as well i agree i hope he's getting paid handsomely he's gotta be putting that shit together like putting like those like the, the like that that what'd she have the the apples and the yeah the whatever the present thing. i mean just the christmas thing the fact that all of this is happening in, in such a short amount of time in one house, because they come back from their winery lunch and it's like, okay, girls, meet back down here in two hours. And then it's like fucking winter wonderland in the living room. And it's like, where was all this stuff? That's that's what um, Eva said, <laughs> yeah, too. She's, she's like, like, where the fuck do you put all this shit? Like, How many boxes of Christmas decorations <laughs> do you have in the basement? Like, I don't want to go in the basement of Bluestone Manor. I feel like that is horrifying i feel like it's a horrifying haunted place dorinda probably has all of hannah's like baby teeth in a box (laughs) ew (laughs) you know she does i know that basement has to be like hoarder status hoarder i mean all those christmas decorations and the halloween decorations she goes all out all the time i you know what there's probably like easter you know i feel like dorinda is probably the kind of person we only ever see it in like the fall or like holiday season but like she probably has like valentine's day stickers that she like Saint slaps Patrick's on the windows day, yeah. yes you that woman is a holiday hoarder a holiday hoarder meanwhile vicky is like she's like i just say i'm gonna die any day now so oh my god she's like put on my tombstone she was sad when she died she's like i want everybody to know i was sad vicky i i know you haven't watched all of orange county i haven't because that's a whole odyssey that i honestly am hesitant to even recommend to people mm-hmm. but vicky like i think vicky is such a nightmare 
But at the same time, God, she makes me laugh. She makes me laugh because it's it's so she's so serious. She's not even trying. It's just the things that she says is so ridiculous. And Tamra is also sick of her too, which I love that type of friendship. She's like, I don't. I'm always with I'm always with Vicky when she's in the hospital. I'm good. Like the production can go to the hospital with her this time. She's like, I'm always with Vicky in the hospital. I'm always with Vicky when she's heartbroken. <laughs> I'm always with Vicky when she's horny. <laughs> I'm always with Vicky when she's you know complaining it's like you need a break from vicky she needs a break from vicky it's not, and she's it's enough. almost like all of her interviews were like a cry for help like please <laughs> she's like vicky is a debbie downer. downer i'm that's why part of the reason i'm excited about these casting rumors for orange county that tamara is coming back and vicky is probably not being put on pause or like vicky might maybe could be like a friend or something but like i just think tamara without vicky is like that's what i want it's it's I feel like it's going to be more of like she's not held back by anything. Yeah, like even they said that uh, they were like, Tamara, you're being like so fun and like yeah. all this stuff. She's like, yeah, because I'm not dealing with Vicky shit. Well, and I think OC has just changed enough that it's like it's a different, fresher show now, or at least like that's what they're going for. And I think Tamara has the potential and the ability to actually like play that game. Whereas like Vicky does what Vicky does and it's always going to be the same thing. We know what we're getting with her, Mm -hmm. whether you like it or not, but like moving into like this newer era of orange County, it's like, that's what it is. We don't need that. Yeah. It's done. We're done. I don't want to see her. Yeah. Like just like sad crying and she has a new man though. She does. Yeah. She like posted about him. It's not a secret, but then somebody saw somebody post like a sneaky photo of them together in Costco in Puerto Vallarta, which like I didn't even know there was Costco in Mexico. Like I I thought it was just like America. Yeah. But they were like Vicky's like in her flip flops with her cart at Costco. And I'm like, (laughs) wow, she's exactly who you think she is. Exactly. But loving. Yeah. Loving girls trip. There's one more episode. I think so. Well, they have two days left after this episode. Like one, yeah, like one full day. Yeah, one full day left. And then they have to like get the hell out. Uh-huh. Do you think Brandy will ever return to a housewife? Mm. Friend? I mean, to Beverly Hills. I don't really think so. I, I don't, I like Brandy popping up here and there. I think she still is friends with some of the women. Yeah. Like, I think she's, whatever. But I just don't think she is somebody who really like, makes sense to have full time on a cast like that where you like we were talking about with diana and sutton Mm -hmm. you really need to have people who are able to kind of keep it together and feed (laughs) into the larger narrative and like keep the story moving and i think like sutton has been able maybe when sutton first came on the show she really struggled with that because her emotions were really tough for her (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> the face she got her face roller and now she's doing better but like i think brandy is a little too loose cannon to yes. kind of work in that larger narrative whereas i think for something like this she's perfect because she doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter whether she's making up with people or saying the right things or recognizing when she's done something wrong because it's a week and then it's over yep. i think i could see her being on some other kind of show maybe like i it's not like i i don't Brandy to me is not somebody that I like never want to see on TV again. Yeah. But like, I don't think Real Housewives of Beverly Hills would make sense. No, I don't think as a full time. I know how they did. Was it two seasons ago with the whole um, Denise thing? Yeah. They brought like she was in a few episodes just, you know, to yeah. rile up. I don't, that, mind, that I don't mind her being in the mix. She can yeah. come to a party. She can she can stop by. Yeah, I think this was the perfect show for her, though, like you said. Exactly. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite. Acai Grape, Pineapple Mango, Lemon, and Mandarin. 
Mandarin Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Quickly, how do you feel about Dubai? Oh my God. So guys, I just started binging the whole thing. Yes, you just caught up. I just caught up because I all weekend I just watched... Bravo, and I watched all of Dubai. Um, the money is insane. The money is insane. Uh, my favorite, I would say, is um, you know what? I don't even know her name. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, folks. Tells you a lot. No, Dubai's good. Dubai's good. Uh, <laughs> Chanel's crazy. Yeah, uh, she makes a great housewife, I think, because what she says is so off the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't really have. I don't really have that many feelings yeah. about it. I think that's that's really where I have found myself as Christine, well. Christine, is that her name? There's no Christine. <laughs> There's two Carolines. Yeah, I don't like the Carolines. Um, oh, you don't like either of them? No, I, no, 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 no. I, I don't like Caroline S. I like. Yeah, she's tough. Caroline she's, Brooks is. Yes. Caroline Brooks, this episode, we get a little bit of like a Jen Shaw like blow up almost. Yeah. When Sarah says some says, you know, you should be closer to your son. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, don't you ever talk about my parenting, which giving Taylor vibes. Too. I mean, touchy subject. Talking about the parenting and the kids is always going to be. Just don't do it. Just don't do rough, it. Rough territory. But at the same time, based on what we've seen and what there's we've heard, there's a point. I think it's something to consider. Yeah. And the fact that she's like. So excited to send the kid to boarding school. It's giving um it's giving parent trap. It's giving yeah. Meredith vibes right there. I have class and you don't. <laughs> I have class and you don't. Yeah. That was good. That's the I like I like Caroline a lot. Caroline Brooks a lot. I think she's funny. I think she's entertaining. But that in that moment, that was a side of her we hadn't seen yet. And I was like, mm. Yeah. A little like what what is help me figure out my favorite person's name. Okay. Lisa? No. Um, um, There's two um, Carolines. Um, um, There's a Lisa. Uh, There's Chanel. I know you know who Chanel is. Yeah, Chanel's bestie. Lisa. Is that her name? <laughs> with the with the husband and the three sons? Yeah. Yeah, Lisa's my favorite. <laughs> there it is. It's like a game of guess who. Is that is that her name? I said. Is that her is, name? Is that her PK baby? Is that her name? <laughs> Lisa. Okay, Lisa, you're Lisa my favorite. I'll never I'll never forget it now. Lisa. <laughs> never forget it. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> um yeah, that would be uh that would be a faux pas. Yeah, that would be a, a faux pas. Ha <laughs> ha. Get it? Faux yeah. pas. But yeah, it's 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 giving it's giving rich. It's giving it's yeah. I like like I like watching how extravagant people live because it's like I don't live that way, you know what I mean? And I think like Beverly Hills does that. They're like the most I think, but then this kind of uh, almost elevates it it's to a different, a different world. It's a different yeah. world. It's a whole different world and that I'm not like aware of, so like it's kind of like interesting in that aspect yeah. to watch but i don't really have like strong like urges or opinions or thoughts yeah. about it i'm pretty much in the same place it's like it's i don't mind having it on but at this point yes they're um my attention is a little bit like 
Medium. It's not there. Also, one note. I don't know if like you even knew this. You probably did. But I saw that Luann and Sonia started filming in yeah. Illinois. In Benton, Illinois, baby. <laughs> I know that. Touchdown on a PJ in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that is TV. I cannot wait to watch. I know. I'm excited for that. I'm just I'm just happy to have them working. Sonia, working. Sonia getting a check. We all know she needs it. She needs a check, baby. Did they sell the townhouse yet? No. Oh, God. It's, she has a long-term tenant right now. Like, it's rented out. By the interns? <laughs> Oh God! The interns like formed a like unionized. The union, and they're all just living in the townhouse. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Well, mm. this has been so fun. It has been so fun. We had so much to discuss, and so I feel like we really discuss. mentioned it. <laughs> we mentioned it all. We mentioned it all. <laughs> I should probably be able to say the name of my podcast. You should mention it all. Well, thank you. You did better than I. It's yours now, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't. What is it? Be cool and don't be all uncool. Not, you have to tell the people where they can follow okay. you first. All right, guys. That wraps up another great episode of Mention It All. You can follow us at Bravo at Bravo by Betches. No. <laughs> people you can always, listen people to always us say Betches Bravo. I'm like, Bravo Betches. Rolls right betches off the Bravo. Um, what's, what? your in- what's your Instagram? Oh, you can follow me at, at Taylor Jackson. Two ends. Love that. And follow Betches. Lots of Taylors. Well, Taylor's working hard. You're, I'm working fucking hard for that check. Okay. You're the lady behind the curtain. I'm the lady behind the curtain. I'm the wizard behind the Oz, whatever the fuck. Sure. You know what I mean. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, if you haven't, if you're if you're a little behind on our episodes, we had interviews this week with Kelly Kaloran Bensimone and Vanita Aspen from Southern Charm. So go check those out if you need something else to listen to. But in the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. <laughs> and until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.